from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. The Big and Wild Outdoors, Brady Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, Bill George, and special guest star Steve Austin. You might know me as Steve Austin from the Big and Wild Outdoors show. <laughs> we might. <laughs> and we might know you from Steve Austin from Q105 or... Uh, 98.7 The Shark. 98.7. The Great White. The I'm Strapper. The, I'm, the, I'm the utility guy around here. The Strapper. I'm not the star of, of anything. Just... The Cal Ripken. Back in yeah. the back in the old 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 days, before Steve and I even knew each other, one time, <laughs> one time, uh, Steve Austin and I were backstage at the fairgrounds with Tom Rivers and Blackhawk was playing there, and uh, those who may know that Henry Paul was also with a rock and roll group known as the Outlaws. Who there goes another love song. Green grass and high mm-hmm. ties forever. And um, we were standing there, and we were all. Milling around as radio station people do, waiting to do an interview, and and um, this gentleman comes walking out. I didn't know, I knew who he was, but I'd never met him before. His name was Henry Paul, of course. And uh, we're standing there, and he comes up, and we're all kind of like doing the old gushy gushy with our microphones, getting ready to do our interviews for our. You were at Q105 then, and I was uh, at no, Q1. Probably, probably at 98 Rock. 98 Rock, right. And, uh, we were standing around waiting for our turns, and uh, he comes over, and we do an interview with him with the short hop, the little portable transmitter, talking about their new album with Blackhawk and blah, 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 blah. And as soon as Henry Paul turns around and Steve Austin's standing there, all you hear is this, Strap! What's up, brother? And the next thing you know, totally different interview. I'm like, who is that guy? Because now Steve's doing the rock and roll side of it, and we were doing the yeah. country side of it. Well, and I was like, who in the hell is Strap? And Tom Rivers looks at me and goes, wait a minute, you listened to 95 YNF back in the day? I was like, yeah. He goes, dude, that's Jack Strap. And I was like, no freaking way. That's yeah. Jack Strap. And he goes, yeah, you guys should be friends. I go, what do you mean? And he goes, man, he's a big hunter and fisherman guy too. And I was like, and then after he got done with his interview, I was like, so you're Jack Strap? And he's like, yeah, man. Well, my name's Steve, Steve Austin. I was like, where are you from? And he goes, well, I'm from Tennessee. And I said, well, then automatically I have to like you. I have to appreciate you. And I Oh, no, you gave me the gun quiz first before you believed it. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so you deer hunt, what do you use? Yeah. yeah. yeah I, what do you, I said I use a Browning automatic 30-06, semi-automatic 30-06. No way. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, and I had the 7,400 back yeah. then. And then well, let, well let, me, let me say one thing, and I'll get out of here and let Bill have his chair. But of all, I was at Live Aid. I've interviewed Zeppelin, the Stones, a lot of big people. The biggest probably thrill in my rock and roll career. I'm talking the original Huey Thomason, Henry Paul Outlaws, introducing them at the Agora Ballroom over on Bush and Hillsboro. Which became the Agora Lounge, I think, later yeah, on. Yeah, but, but I mean, that place, you couldn't get to the bathroom for the crowd. Introduced the original Florida Guitar Army when they were on top of the world was a huge thrill for me. Oh, I bet. Yeah. yeah. I've actually got a picture of me and Huey and Henry where everybody's hair is down to their belt, <laughs> including me. Yeah. I had hair. And then, and then uh, 
25, 30 years later, we're out hunting on Brom Island. And he shows up like he's getting ready to step out for a for a concert. Yeah, remember he showed up in that like that red matador, <laughs> Jagway. I don't know what's wrong with him. Black blue jeans, lizard skin boots, hair perfect. Well, and, you know, uh, there's one day I, a year I know I'm going to get a call from him when Tennessee plays the Gators because yeah. as soon as they lose 52 to 10, my phone rings. Henry Paul. Yeah. Boy, that's an ugly strap. What happened? <laughs> He's got to do it. He can't help it. Every time I was uh, on his birthday for um, on Facebook or anything, I wish him a happy birthday, and I go, uh, "How's uh, how's our coolers doing?" Because yeah. remember, he never gave us our coolers back. Nobody ever gives the coolers back. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> it took off with both of our igloos. He's like, yeah, but that's uh, back when you could buy igloos for what twenty, thirty. Oh yeah, they were pretty easy. But yeah. anyway, yeah. Well, those were the days. Yeah, man. And that was the first time we'd met. And, of course, when I knew that he was from Tennessee, I said, as a Texan, we're obligated to thank every Tennessee person we meet. because. And you you saw me roll that hog up in Bushnell about 250 yards. Yeah. I I said, take a look at that dead hog and ask yourself how that happened. I think I was asleep. Wait, was that the bet? That was the bet. The one had that weird curly tail like a squirrel, remember? Wait, that wasn't the bet that you had with Sap. I thought no, that no, was, that was a, just me and you up there at, at uh, Buck Fuller's place. Oh, at Buck. Oh, and yeah. It, remember that big board had that curly tail like a like a squirrel. He could curl it up on his back. It's weird. It was like uh, <laughs> that wasn't the donkey, uh, the donkey Russian. hoof one that you shot. I don't know. I was it so with that big ones. furry tail? That's the one you're talking about. That was the day we saw that possum come out of that rotten uh, oh. cow, and both of us are going <laughs> buffet. <laughs> yeah, but came out of the. Wrong end of the cow. Yeah, uh, and the cow no, was rotten. Yeah. I mean, we're not talking about just dead. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that possum, that was a buffet. Uh, let me let me ask you this since I got you here. You're a, you're a backwoods boy, meaning it in a good way. You better believe it. Somebody asked me yesterday that if you see a possum in the woods during the day, does that mean they have rabies? No. And I said, no, why would you think I that? I got one lives in my neighborhood, man. He's out there running around every day. I throw stuff out to him. I, I was like, that sounds like an old <laughs> wives tale to me. Yeah. I don't even know if possums can get rabies and things are so ornery. They're like yeah. the gators of the woods. No, they can't get rabies and they eat 5,000 ticks a year each. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I've always they can be them. bitten by a poisonous snake 18 times and not die. And yeah. laugh. And look at them and go, <laughs> and then roll over and play dead. Man, it's the only marsupial in America, so you know that is one messed up critter right there. <laughs> You want to freak out? Look at this pouch. <laughs> yeah. It makes you wonder what they did to all the other marsupials. That oh, used my to gosh. Here. How did uh, they get here? Yeah, well, you know, They tough. built a boat. That's how smart those possums are. Yeah. <laughs> they built a boat. We're coming in from Madagascar. Oh, maybe that's why they're all white. They got bleached out on the, on the cruise. Uh, they brought one in from Bush Gardens one day in here in the studio, man, tame as could be. But I touched it when it wasn't looking, and it goes. Oh, yeah. They're hideous looking. They look like they could rip your arm off, literally. Very like, uh, tame, though. I just sit there feeding him stuff. He was really cute. But. I remember uh, back in the woods one time, my cousins and I were chasing one for so long, it just fell over. Yeah, they play dead. Started playing dead. That's enough. I'm good. And uh, uh, my cousin was like, dude, I think we killed it. I mean, you could poke it with a stick. You could yeah. pick it up. You could roll it around, and it would didn't do nothing. Ain't gonna do nothing. Didn't do anything. Let's recap. They it's, eat ticks. They can be bitten by a snake 18 times. They build boats. And they play dead. <laughs> and they're Oscar-winning performances. Yeah. yeah. And they don't necessarily have rabies if they're walking around during they daylight. Have, they nope. can't carry rabies. Yeah. It's, I, you know, it's just raccoons. But I remember when I was a kid, my mom, you know, in Tennessee, leave that possum alone, they got rabies. Yeah, of course, everything had rabies in the woods. Except copperheads. Yeah. That'd just bite you. 
Well, we had bazillions of them in Tennessee. Oh, I, I many. Yeah. My dad used to pay us a quarter apiece. Go out in the woods and kill as many copperheads as you can get your... They're under every bucket on every... You know what's Dude, weird about everywhere. that snake? Lay right in the middle of a trail where you got to walk. Uh, I pushed Laddie Lawson one time. We were uh, walking through the woods coming back from school. And I saw the snake he did right across the trail. And I pushed him in the back and, like, pushed him off the trail. And he got up swinging. He thought I was ready to fight. And I was like, hey, dude, hey, look. And he's like, what? And I go, copperhead, man, you almost stepped on it. He's like, oh, I thought you were wanting to fight or something, man. I was like, no, I just saved your life. Lord looks out for the ignorant. Because I wasn't about to go for that uh, that old joke, you know, where you get bit by the snake and they go, you got to suck the poison around and go, hey, man, doctor says you're going to die. Yeah, you're a goner. <laughs> Not snowing you. Oh, well. <laughs> we're going to get back on track on anything? I don't think so. Well, you, once a while, hey, here's here's something hunting related. Oh you know, God, here we go. Do you see Ted's raising hell over them uh, banning corn as uh, corn feeders and putting corn out because he thinks it's the stupidest law in the world or bust somebody for that because they've proven it has absolutely no effect on population. Well, it doesn't promote growth or anything like that. So, no, but I mean, it, it doesn't it doesn't make people kill any more uh, not than they normally would. It's nope. not like you got a giant herd when you have a tag system. Even if there's 50 deer standing there, you can only take two. Well, I mean, like Bill's feeder, you know, there's only enough pigs come out for uh, what's his name? What's the other guy out here, show? <laughs> what other guy? Out here? Carlos? Huh? Carlos! Carlos! Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, that shows you right there by nature. If Carlos is in the area, there's only enough animals for him. So it doesn't matter <laughs> if, you, if you put corn out or not. He's going to kill them all. <laughs> He's going to kill everything he sees, so why why you worry about it? Uh, we have to, to give him away. Yeah, we're going to take a break, and it's the big wild outdoors. Let's go. Yeah, we're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Goodbye. So he's barking around orders like a drill structure well, PI that his Bill daddy was. was. About running into uh, the legendary Randy Price at the at the uh, tribute for Double G. Yeah, and I saw Bill and he's slinking around like he's pickpocketing people and getting ready to rob the place. <laughs> all, all bent over, you know. Bill's a big guy. And I'm going. Why the hell is he four foot five right now? Why is he wearing his uh, Hawaiian coat, uh, trench coat? Oh, yeah, uh, he's looking bent over, hiding. I wave at him. He looks at me like, shh, don't pay attention. Shh, I don't know you. I, I'm not here. I, I did not see Steve. I heard that he had come in and left the building, but uh, I never saw him. Well, he apparently saw your shadow when you were there. So You know, I love Double G. I spent an hour, talked to his family, talked to everybody I know on radio, but then I started seeing those radio people that I was hoping I'd never run into again. <laughs> they were all there. Of course. So, of course. So that's why you uh, made a quick, uh, you did the Hank Dale bail? So I was going, wait, do I hear a fire engine? I got to go. Yeah, HDB, where you turn around and go, hey, yeah. Steve, with a, wait, he, well, he was just standing there a second ago. But there was a hot chick I used to work with who actually emailed me and said, great to see you. I said, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's always nothing. Okay. Well, it was nice to well, see you. I, I did see Gordon there. I waited for Gordon. Gordo. Yep, for to go in because, you know, I just don't know that crowd. I, I heard the, you think we were going to beat you? I heard the Valachi brothers. No. Didn't they show up? Did uh did they did yeah, they show up? in my house right now. What? Yeah, the flying Malaches. How did you get them to show up at your place? Because I got pulled. Aren't they still doing the Bush Gardens Because he is the great thing? white. Yeah. Did you not hear me say that earlier? Well, that is. But I'll tell you one thing. My neighbor comes over and he goes, I have never seen a house painted. There's not a run, a streak, a drip. I'm like, you're talking to guys that paint Bush Gardens. Yeah. Yeah, they They're don't mess around. Yeah, they don't mess around. They don't. It's you, and you can't talk to them because they won't talk to you when they're working. Hey, how you doing, Aaron? Good. That's why they were the worst promotions people on the planet. I said, can, can I? Uh, <laughs> no, they were awesome. <laughs> I know they were. Can I talk? Uh, can I talk to you a minute? And he'll go grab a paintbrush and put on a mask and let's go. Who who told you that? Aaron, like he. Oh yeah, Aaron. You know the fumes. Yeah. <laughs> you have to buy oil-based paint. We I guess. We, I, I didn't even have any say. He told me what he was buying. He told me what color it was going to be. Well, there you go. I went to the kitchen, made a sandwich. Well, that, that's all you can do. Yep. All right, so where are we going to listen to you later? Are you on the uh, Shark uh, later on this afternoon? Yeah, or? 4 to 9. I'm not on this morning. I'm just helping out with something at Q105. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. Because I'm the fixer. You are the – I saw you brought your tool bag. Sure did. Nice little camo. Which I have a, a, a nice pair of underwear in case something were to happen. <laughs> Well, you Some never cosmetics. Know. You never know who may show up, and you might have to because change. Because I'm good enough, I'm nice enough, and people like me. Well, we do like you. That is true. Bill, love you, brother. Yeah. Well, I love the fact that you just come give him a little bit of hard time. That's yeah. my job. Who? <laughs> Steve. Gives who Listen, hard time? We, we, <laughs> who? Other than the fact hey, that wait, you told wait, me wait, He didn't beat up did. on me at all today. Wait a minute, wait a minute. all day today. I got one question to ask before Steve walks oh, out of the start room. don't nothing. Did he order your rifle yet? Oh, no, I, don't, I can't get that rifle. That's You're not going to get that rifle? And he knows that that's why it was easy <laughs> to bust a on me. A guy that doesn't hunt pay four grand for a deer rifle? No. Yeah, I mean, that, I, that nozzler is not easy to get. He might as well ask me to get him a Ferrari GT. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that, and you know, I I, I got a great rifle at seven millimeter eight. What's wrong with that thing? Five hundred yard deer killer, man. What's up? Proven Antifa dealer. That's what. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Why don't you say? Uh, did I say Antifa? I mean I elk. I don't know. You know, it's one of those things where you should have said it just before we were going to break or something. Yeah. You know, well, I meant elk. It yeah. just came out wrong. Uh, it does sound a lot alike. But you can shoot an elk. Yeah. Six seven hundred yards of that bad easily, boy. easy that keeps piece. them out of your neighborhood. Yeah, I mean out of your woods, right? Because <laughs> there are tons of them around here. Yeah, that's why. Uh, boy, in Tennessee, there are tons of them. Woo. Bill George, that's why he, he upped up for the three hundred mag. That way, he doesn't have to worry about anything. He that way, he can get two or three at one, one shot. One level of dead. That's right. Dead is dead. <laughs> one level. I like that. That's a good saying. It is. Dead it's a is T-shirt. Dead. There's only You're one about level to be of dead. One level of dead in here. But you want to make it sound worse than just the first level. You're gonna be like you're gonna be like level ten dead. Yes, say it like Clint Eastwood. You're about to be one level of dead. Yes. Or a Listen, level ten dead. The funny dead. thing was George was on one side of the creek one time and what? I was on the other side. I shot seven pigs in one sitting. And then I got done, I got on the radio, I said, Hey George, did you hear me? I shot. 
<laughs> quit hanging out with Carlos. Yes, quit, quit hanging. Quit doing everything you see. <laughs> George, George just dug him a foxhole and hide him behind trees. Greg. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, just killing pigs all around hey, him. By, by 10 o'clock, I, I rounded it out to a solid 10. See, now, if George had any sense of humor whatsoever besides just dry toilet paper, he would have looked over and saw these pigs blowing up and went, these pigs are defective. <laughs> ah! I'm sorry. You got to know the movie. Yeah. 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 Well, the jerk. Don't you remember? Yeah, I remember that. Okay. You know when you have to explain the joke, it's not very funny. Yeah. So, I learned that from Jeff Dunham. So you guys should discuss the Ted thing later. Which Ted thing later? About putting corn out. Well, the, the dude, he's been angry for the last two weeks. First, it was he's angry about everything. First, he's telling everybody, telling the world with Joe Rogan that uh, CWD is a uh, plot from the government and from the animal rights people to keep all these new hunters out of the woods that we've acquired over the COVID year uh, because more people are in the woods than ever before hunting. And um, they're using CWD to try to scare new hunters away from the, from the uh, activities out in the woods. I'm just saying, you know, Mike Collada is about the smartest guy we ever knew. I got him to read God, Guns, and Rock and Roll. Great book. Nugent. He said it changed his life. Yeah, great I, book. If you ever read one book in your life, Bill, I would say get God, Guns, and Rock and Roll by Ted Nugent. And then by did, Kill It and Grill It. Did they make a short movie on it? No, they made no, they made no I'm movie. I'm waiting for the movie. <laughs> they never made Is a movie. Is it a podcast? About, Can I no, pick it up in a no, podcast? There's no, no, there's no In case it'd be a hog audio cast book. when you're killing Audio people. book. He needs an audio book. You can May, do that. Maybe my, my phone can read it to me as I'm driving. That's God, what I'm saying. Audio Guns, book. and Rock and Roll is a great book. It actually changed the lives. Uh, he changed the lives of Aerosmith with the same philosophy. Yeah. All those guys were anti-gun, all that stuff. He took them out for a couple of days worth of shooting. Totally changed the whole thing. Love you. Bye. But, okay, get Be out. Good. Thank you. See Come in here, turn my hair gray, and then get out. Well... <laughs> And <laughs> now bringing it back. Where 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 were we? I waiting? don't know. We were talking about red tide before like two hours ago. <laughs> we were we were going through the FWC and everybody well, else before we got it. But I would did wanted to bring up the uh, story that Bill George had brought up uh, before the show, which was the one was the deer story and the other one was the gato story. Cat. Which one are you going to go with first? You tell me. You're the one that wanted to bring them. Let's well, sing. Now, now that I've calmed down, we can talk about this. Let's well, start singing we'll, your tune. We'll start with the one further away and then finish closer to home. Okay, go ahead. Lady turned around in Michigan, was arrested, $10,000 bail because she shot the neighbor's cat with a crossbow. And the cat ended up going back to home and was laying on the front porch with a bolt through its neck. But she turned around and said the cat was acting erratic, jumping at people, but she thought it had Thinking rabies, it had rabies, or, rabies or something, yeah. and so she shot it. Now, I will say, all, all I turned around, I thought when I heard that, do you remember Patrice Years ago, calling in, talking about shooting and chasing a coon for in Kissimmee camp, State Park. In the campground, yes. In the campground. And cooked it, dated. That yeah. didn't go to waste. Yes, yes. I thought of her trees. Because <laughs> she used her crossbow and killed it. <laughs> well, now but, that just brings up an interesting thing, uh, Mr. Archery. It, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but most crossbows, don't they come out of there we, pretty screaming? And, we had uh, this conversation about it. 
in show prep. How does that? How does I, that not go through I'm and through? In total agreeance with what the three of us were talking about, without seeing it and assuming what probably was used was probably some forty nine ninety five Amazon. I want to act like I'm in The Walking Dead or Green Arrow, <laughs> Hancock, uh-huh. 40, 50 pounds, you know. So it'd be like trying to kill it with a Daisy Red Rider. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. So Because any crawl, a, the cheapest crossbow that I know on the market right now uh, that we have, crossbows that we've sold at the shop before, you're still probably pulling... 125 to 150 pounds and that's not uh, no offense to the cat people on that listen to our show that's not that neck of a cat's not going to stop that bolt no i hate to tell you i think it would have gone through and through if it wasn't some cheapy little thing in my hopper but and what was the other story about close well i gotta ask you this ten thousand dollar fine and is she looking at jail it's a felony it's jail time anything like that or no Felony. So just the fine, no jail time or anything. What they charge her with? Well, Animal the, cruelty. The, on the positive side of things, she's already an archer, and if you're a felon, you lose your gun rights. But she's evidently already a crossbow shooter. Okay, so that did, and see, <laughs> and the other thing is, looking at this picture, that's not going through. Really going through like like a dense. No, the cat. The cat is going to probably recover just fine. So it went but, through the neck muscle. Is that all it yeah. did? Was just went through the muscle. So it tells me she had some. It's it, and it, hey, it could happen. I, I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no tip on that bolt. Yeah, there's no. There's that's no, the other thing I just noticed. There's and, no and, tip and, on it whatsoever. And that's the thing is, I what was done was not right. You know, I, I I'd hate to see an animal left to suffer in any way, shape, or form. I think she did it wrong. Uh, and that's... You know, these people, and they're using... They're not using a broadhead. If you were to dispatch something... No, there was no tip. Okay, I can look at this right here and tell you there was no tip on there. No there, tip. When she shot it. Okay. Either that or the tip came off. That's uh, the other read. Uh, looking, there's... There's stuff but, inside of that collar, so I guarantee you there wasn't nothing on there when she shot. Yeah. It looks like it was just a flat bolt going through, and that there. changes things completely. Yeah, and so that that was, even if you were trying to dispatch something in a, a situation where you thought there was rabies, that's not even an ethical no ethical way of dispatching that animal. Must have been within the city limits. All right, we're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Got great deals going on this weekend. Go see Brooksy and the gang. Get yourself a brand new car, or truck. I'm digging that new little uh, SUV-looking Mustang thing. I think it's pretty awesome. Go check it out today. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Pretty good. Jonathan Swindle, Bill George, and Diego hanging out with you this morning. 
Uh, we covered the cat one, which is the far away one. What's the other one that's closer to home? It doesn't involve a cat, does it? No, no, no. It, it involves two deer that have been found with arrows slash bolt in, uh, in them in the Palm Harbor area of Pinellas County. Really? And I'm thinking that would have to be up around uh, East Lake area, somewhere around there, Tarpon Springs. East There's Lake. Still some it's it's in the East Lake area. There's some but awesome deer up one, there. One, just like the cat, the, the, the arrow bolt is actually sticking in the neck area and, mm-hmm. you know, did not have a broad head on it. Now, it is... 100% illegal. It's not even deer season. No. Okay? Not even it's, not, it's not even deer season. These are not hunters. These are not anybody who has a it's hunting deer license to take that animal. Uh, it's summer. One was shot in the leg and has a nursing fawn. Okay? It, 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 it's crazy. I. Uh, it's summertime. Bored teenagers doing whatever they do, get out there and do the thing. I mean, if that was... Get them back if, in school. Even if it was a... Let's look at it this way. If it was a legitimate, let's say, poacher, they're going to be at least proficient enough to know if you're going to kill a deer, you're going to put no. it through the bread basket, especially if it's with a bolt. I mean, you're not going to try a neck shot unless you're shooting a swacker or something where... You oh, know, yeah, they are. Um, but a target bolt, I don't think you're going to no, take gonna, a shot. I was telling Bill, I had this situation happen to us uh, at our place. We had I had two flag ponds that I used to hunt side by side, had a nice trail right in, I mean, the tram levee right in the middle, and the deer were just back and forth through it. Built me a ground blind, was sitting there, look up, see an eight point, not – being, for what we're trying to do, he's not big enough. I want to shoot him. And I'm looking at the deer, and I start to see that chartreuse greenish color around his antlers. And I'm like, is he got a, is he st- thinking he stuck his head somewhere and caught a stick or something like that in his antlers or some something along those lines? And I keep looking, and I keep looking, and all of a sudden I make it out, and there's the shaft. He's got an arrow shaft through his nose from where someone had tried to shoot him in the head. But th- was that during hunting season or was that uh, Oh, this was during hunting season. So somebody the made deer a bad was hard, shot. The deer was hard-horned and all that, but I found out later it, with our property we had a group of people that had well in this one piece of property we had, you had 5 acres tucked in here and this person had 5 or 10 acres tucked in here and you know, we had them pretty much surrounded. But on that piece of property, they had kind of a tendency that they wanted to do a neck or a headshot for mm. tracking a pur- for tracking purposes. So that way, they dropped the animal right there, and they didn't have to worry about going on our property to find it. Which you're going to get that with a neck shot with a bow? Oh yeah, I don't think so. I could drop a deer in his tracks with a bow. You, that's totally different than somebody else who's out well, there. No, uh, I'm just saying, you can drop, you could drop. Well, I know people who've shot. If, if know. anybody knows anything, they they have the FWC hotline, right? And there is a $2,000 reward right now. And for, there should be. For, for that. Um, you know, once again, wrong thing. It's probably kids out there, idle times. 
you know, makes devils work. Damn right. They're going to sit around, got nothing to do. They're bored. They're out shooting in. They go, hey, dude, there's a deer right there. See if you can hit it. You know, stupid decision made in a snap judgment type thing. I don't think they were out there purposely hunting deer at this time of year. Well, uh, with a, it, it with evidently a was somebody who maybe has something because once again, no no broadhead on it. It, it. It's it's stuff that isn't even ethical to be using, even if you were to try to harvest yeah, an that's, animal. That's crazy talk. So well, that's uh, that's a sad one to report. That's true, and it makes us all look bad when things happen like but, that. But they don't think that way, but, you know, when it happens. So Jonathan and I, a little bit later on this evening, are going to go help uh, support. Programs that teach kids how to do things right, right? Where is that going to be? Takes people out on special opportunities, anyways. Yeah, Florida Youth at Heart. Oh, you guys are going to go with the girls and go over there and mess around. Yeah. Oh, oh that's well, the banquet that's, tonight. That doesn't quite sound right. Yes, we are going to go to a <laughs> banquet dinner that is catered by Fred's. And uh, where's that dropped, at? It's at dropped the, off um, some stuff to them yesterday for it. The armory, the yeah. armory over in the Plant City, Plant City area. And there is possibility that, from what I was told uh, by one of the young ladies earlier, there's a possibility of around maybe 15, 20 tickets are going to be available. Okay, so, so and that is go? at the armory. Yes, that is at the armory in Plant City. Doors open at 5 p.m. And it is a, if you're looking for a banquet that has good stuff, Braden knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, good stuff. Well, I know at, at the at the event well, last weekend, they sold a lot of tickets. And for them, they, they sell 80 tickets, draw a name for the gun. Sell 80 tickets, draw a name for the gun. And so... A one in eighty chance to win. The, That's there, not bad. There was a lot of people last weekend that got guns. Well, now let me ask you this: It's at the armory. Doors open at what? Five thirty. Five, five, five is a happy hour. Well, I'm, what time are is, you uh, working tonight? Yeah. So, what time is dinner being served? I don't know because <laughs> I don't get out till seven or around seven but, fifteen, but seven thirty. Jonathan may have an extra uh, seat available and. We could always put some food on a plate and have it sitting there for you. We'll I'm not get you gonna taken go up care there. of. I'm not going to go up there, show up there when you got some uh, salad sitting there with some Italian dressing. No, 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 uh, no. no. Fred, we, you're crazy. We can. I'm pretty sure. Uh, since I'm texting one of the girls right now, I'm pretty sure we can yeah, take we'll care see. of you. We'll see what happens. <laughs> it's not far. I mean, jumping from G5 right over is just uh, not, not that not far. Fix it safer. Five minutes. Yeah, it's if not that, that far away. It's yeah. easy peasy. To That's get if there. you get hung up by the red light. <laughs> <laughs> if a train goes by, heck, I could be stuck there for at least five minutes. <laughs> but uh, it starts at uh, five. Five is five to six is what you would most of the time you'd call it your happy hour. Sure, and, everybody's hanging and usually around. Usually six six thirty, and then by seven seven thirty they start the they have a live they're going to have raffles. Uh, they do a live auction, which we usually donate a hunt. Very cool. Uh, I know this year we took a. They're gonna have a one and done feeder. What? Um, they're gonna. Oh, dude, we. They this this is a really cool. With this group, they take out and they do a lot of stuff with underprivileged kids and like uh, your as I like to call them your make a wish kids. Sure. And since you know, like we were talking about earlier, of course, God forbid. Make a Wish and some of these other organizations, which do great work, don't get me wrong, but, but they don't do hunts. 
they won't take you hunting and fishing. Not anymore. They used yeah, to, but know. they won't do it anymore. And that's whatever. But that's where well, these folks step in, and they do they fill the void for so stuff So tonight like at the Armory in Plant City, starting yes. at 5 o'clock, uh, dinner and an auction. Uh, there's a few tickets available. Uh, is there a number or a website that they can call to get a hold of somebody to make sure? I mean, I'd hate for somebody to if show up go, at the door. If you go, they're really active. The girls are really active on their Facebook page, and it's Florida <clears throat> Youth at Heart. That is true there. Um and I know uh, so Alyssa and Florida Tiffany, being the state we're in, you youth, know. which is what it's all about, and at heart. Yeah. Florida at heart, right? Florida, yes. youth, Florida at heart. youth at heart. Yeah. So, so look it up and see. But uh, I would try to get a hold of them. If there's just 20 or so tickets left, uh, that could go pretty quick. Yeah. So, so uh, I, I'm hoping uh, Carlos is going to be able to make it out this evening, him and his wife. So you want to see uh, Carlos's wife? You know, I don't know. Have you ever met Carlos's wife? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Oh. Oh. No, I haven't. she's a sweetie. It, have I? I it, don't know. It, she. Let me tell you, when I had her on the Gator boat, I wasn't sure what to expect, but she was all into that. You know, she's a sweetheart. But, but anyway. Oh, Steve's back. <clears throat> How much time do we have? Where are you going to make me go to a break? Like a couple minutes. couple minutes? Well, I don't have time to do this in a couple minutes. How much time do you have? Uh, like seven, eight minutes. What? You better do it. I can't. I don't have enough time. Okay, I just got to. We'll do it after the break. I'll can be I, here. Let's just do a break. Can we do a break can now? I, hey, and we do can a I Florida Youth Heart thing real quick? We Let's go ahead and do a break now. That way I have more time with Steve when we come back. Because that way he can get us put a shirt back on, too. Uh, All right, we're going to uh, take a break. It is the Big Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by our good friends of Brandon Fork. What? Well, what it's Florida Youth Heart. Florida Youth at Heart, if you're interested in the tickets, 813-480-1348 if you're interested in tickets for this evening. Okay. Sounds good to me. We're going to take it fast, so we'll be right back. Everybody, it's a big and wild outdoors. Bring Ken, Jonathan Swindle, Bill George, and Steve Austin back. I'm in on this microphone. I uh, I had to bring him back in because I wanted to do this real quick with you. I thought of this with you specifically when I got this story sent to me, and I wanted you to to chime in on. I was really hoping you'd be here this week. Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, are you ready? Yeah. The three most realistic firefights ever filmed by Hollywood, according to Military.com. Give me your three. Black Hawk Down. Okay. I really hate that movie, but it's a good good firefight. Uh, Platoon. Mm-hmm. What am I missing here that I really like? You're missing one that I cannot believe that it wasn't your first one. Saving Private Ryan. Okay, that's your three. Jonathan, quickly. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. We Were Soldiers. Good and, movie. Great movie. Uh, I'd have to go with the pl- that Private Platoon, yeah. How about you, Bill George? Do you watch any movies enough where it doesn't I don't, involve I don't Disney? Watch enough. The, yeah, I didn't I, think I, so. I, I heard For- they killed ten hawks. I, I, I heard Forrest Gump got shot in the tush. <laughs> <laughs> According to military.com, here we go. Hmm. This is in no particular order, but this is the number one on the list. Sicario. The border scene. That's a good scene. The border mm-hmm. scene uh was probably one of the most 
well portrayed what would happen that are specially trained, specially Delta Force guys, how they would react. Worst screw up in gun history, though, is that guy sitting in the front seat with the glasses and the mustache. The the it, the slide is back on his rifle and it's empty. Yeah, well, that's continuity. That's a continuity uh, oh, really? screw up. Yeah, continuity screw up. Uh, number two, uh, according to the list on military.com, Saving Private Ryan, the gold standard. Uh, or the other version, Bill likes Saving Ryan's Privates. Okay. I think that's one that he and the wife enjoy very much. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, this one here was, the, of course, everybody, the opening scene, the opening you know, 25 minutes of that movie are pretty, pretty brutal and, and pretty yeah. intense. This one is the one I cannot believe Steve did not get because he's the one that told me, dude, you've got to go see this movie. It's just the most awesome. Dude, you're just going to freak out. Heat. Yeah. I thought you said military shootout. Because Heat, believe it or not, Heat is shown to new recruits at Fort Bragg as part of the American Green Berets Marine Training at San Diego also. I didn't know that. And also has been shown this firefight from Heen as a depiction on how to effectively retreat suppress under fire. fire. How to su- uh, effectively retreat under fire. And to suppress fire while you're doing it. And uh, that movie, the first time I ever did watch it, I had to rewind and watch probably ten times in a row. Yeah, because rewind. just the sound in that firefight. Took three days to shoot that. Was unbelievable. And, yeah. and Bill George, if you've, not, if you've not seen it, you really need to see it. Because... That one right there, just the the music in the background is just nothing but this. Dun 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 all it repeats. And the whole time these guys are retreating, shooting, bumping, jumping. It's just crazy. They call it the greatest shootout ever filmed for a movie. Now that's been said many times. So And and I have to agree the one with Sicario is another one where you just it's Immediate action, immediately into it. Everybody Especially knows everyone. When he opens the back door and watches his name, goes, No, 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 no. Try not to kill him. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, but they said it's come a long way from the old Chuck Norris days with a handful of Uzis on each hand. Yeah, and a car flips when he shoots at it. <laughs> Twin Uzis. I, I would crap myself if I like shot at a car with a pistol and it flipped. I'd go, holy crap, what kind of ammo do I have in this thing? <laughs> Look at the end of the barrel going, <laughs> what? what is in this thing? But there's your top three, according to uh, military.com, uh, the most realistic firefights ever produced out of Hollywood. Uh, Sicario, and then, of you course... You could tell Val had some training, training from the military in that movie. I think they all did yeah. when it came to that one. I, I will say that um, if you're going to watch Sicario, do not watch it with your children. Yes. Yeah. That is that's, a pretty brutal... Especially the opening part with the people in the wall and stuff. That's pretty tough. It's a, it's yeah. an extremely brutal movie. But and who hasn't hit somebody in a wall? Right? <laughs> you know, at least twice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Private Ryan, I watched it with my kids, and uh, they were quite affected by it because I was like, "Well, you, you know, you know what affected me is my uncle Lee was at Guadalcanal, and and also landed. He was a, he was a corpsman, landed with those soldiers on D Day, and you realize one in three guys made it up the beach. One in three. Yeah, yeah." yeah. So, you know, if you had 1,000 guys, what, 666 of them were killed before they ever got to the wall? Well, you got to also remember that when that movie first came out, how many veterans walked out? Yeah. 
That's a tough scene. That yeah. is a tough scene. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's your top three for a weekend if you want to do a binge. Or Eat. if you want to hang out at Bill's for a weekend, then you, you can watch uh, <laughs> Never Mind. <laughs> or Romancing the Bone. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, 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 you know, we're going to have to do a new opening where Randy Price goes, The Big and Wild Outdoors and Bill George rated PG-17. <laughs> that's how we're gonna going to start doing the show. Yes. Well, so I wanted to get you on it, and do you think that's Thank a good you. one? You can't think of anything else? Because no, I, I cannot believe that you passed up on Heat, because that well, one was like. honest to God, I thought you said military shootouts. I, I right. thought I'm sitting here going. No, heat, I understand. But, yeah. As as Jonathan would say, I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. Are you just Trying to stay on topic. Whipping everybody in the room. You got Bill George. This comes you? from a man who used to be jockstrap. He still is. Jack. Jack. Not Jack, not Jock. Oh, I thought it was Jock. Jeez, what did you just move here from Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania, that says it all. I didn't know that. Do you know they still sell 95YNF shirts online? There's a 95YNF dedication website. I'm on that. I mean, you can still find 95YNF. They still produce them. Yep. Brand and new put shirts. Put your license plate upside down. Exactly, upside down. Flip the plate. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Everybody did it. That's that's when we used to have Journey, the Scorpions, people like that just pop in for breakfast. That's crazy. Yeah, well, you never do that anymore. Mm-mm. You think you could get Ariana Grande to pop in for breakfast one time? She was here one day with uh, the the guys from Wild. She's about three foot eight. Oh yeah, she's shorty. Yeah, a real shorty. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. Do you have anything to add to that? Any other movies that we have to go see? I don't know. Man my, of the Woods. My cousin retired. The sergeant major is no longer in the Army. Are you kidding? Well, he got furious when they pulled everybody out of Afghanistan. He goes, all my Rangers died for nothing. Oh, he's not happy about no, that, I'm sure. he's not happy. He just went ahead and retired. So, I mean, you know, he's he's set for life, though. I think his retirement's 3700 a month. Got a bass boat, new truck, and 180 acres of land. What else do you need? How long was he in? He was been in since he, uh, Desert he, he Shield, was right? In twenty six years, or Storm and he retired at forty four. Was he in Storm or Shield? What was the first one when he went in? I can't I remember. Don't know. I mean, he he had a bunch of missions <coughs> as a Ranger and a bunch as a Green Beret, so earned every dime. Yeah. Oh yeah. What in the world is he going to do now? Aggravate the crap out. When I saw him <laughs> three weeks ago, he just drove me nuts. Because <laughs> he had nothing to do. Every time I turn a corner, he shoved me. Well, of course. I'm like, I used to just beat the crap out of you when you were like eight. I wish I'd done it more. <laughs> Try it now. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Swing pr- when you're ready. You know what? He'd probably just let you hit him. Yeah. He because uh, And he wouldn't move, and then that'd terrify me. Yeah, of course. He'd be going, is that all you got? Kind of reminds me of a story of a guy who went in one time and hit a Marine with a beer bottle. I can't yeah. remember. I can't oh, remember that God. story. That doesn't go well either. <laughs> that does not go well. What was his answer after you did that? Oh, what was shouldn't it? Have done that. Yeah, that was it. You shouldn't have done that. Just blood just running down his eye going, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I'm Go sorry. Telling me. <laughs> yeah, I think I think your actual answer was, you know, I, I think you're right. Yep. <laughs> I like I felt like the guy in the skitter song. Just wait a minute, mister. Give me three steps. Give me <laughs> yeah, three steps. You'll never mister. see me no more. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear me screaming a mile away. I was headed outside yeah. the door. Oh boy, Casey had an unbelievable handgun though. What do you get? A Kimber all tricked out with all this army stuff on it and chiseled, whatever they call it, scalloping. Mm-hmm. Beautiful gun. He'll never see the light of day. Well, he's carrying it right now. Yeah. Well, be the poor dumbass that said, give me your wallet. <laughs> 
Well, that could be just about anybody. All right. Anything else before you're going to get out of here for no, the second I, uh, time? I'm going to go kill the ratings on Q105, and that's it for the day. You'll be fine. Yeah. You'll bring them up double digits, my friend. Uh, well, maybe. Thank hey, you. Hey, man, with Pat George on remote, psh, it's gold. Can't get any better than that. It's gold, man. It's golden. Golden. Bill, you've been awfully quiet today. Is there anything you'd like to tell the class? I think maybe he's got a, something else on his mind. Is there something on your mind? Did, should we not have brought up romancing the bone? <laughs> No, I'm, I'm all fine with that. <laughs> I think he's got alligator. He's trying to get that weird thing. I, this time I, of year, I, alligator gator season. season's about to go. I'm I'm about to go to FWC meeting, talk about uh, their decision to stop us from fishing for a he gets weird fish like, that is. Support, buddy. He gets weird like just before turkey season, just before alligators. Deer, not so much, but alligator and turkey, he starts getting really standoffishy, yeah. weirdy, cloudy. Uh -huh. Staring off into the distance, you know, kind of thing. Sitting over there daydreaming about what I need to do tonight and all the stuff I need to take and, you know, make sure I have everything so he can go out and kill God's creature. I'm going to need a moment. I think, we, <laughs> I think we all do. Jonathan's been over there weeping openly for the past five minutes. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Sad in here. Sad. Uh, Bill, are you going to change clothes before the banquet tonight? Please don't show up in that shirt. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably change clothes. I got to get something bright, red, white, and blue. <laughs> Did you walk into J.C. Penney's and say, "Here's twenty dollars, wreck my life"? <laughs> Listen, I've had a lot of nice comments on these shirts. Uh, yeah, well, that one. This is toned down a little yeah, bit. That's a little it's weird. a little muted. Yeah, it's not too bad for today. Usually, yeah. we're blind on this side of the uh, the studio, especially that bright, uh, that great orange one that you have. I don't know why you even <laughs> remotely thought that that was. Well, that the orange one is what I'm going to wear on the Wednesday day when they're talking about restricting our hunting rights. I'm going to wear my safety orange. Color coordinated. On that. Very nice. What are you going to wear uh, over for a chapeau? Are you going to go uh, curly hair style? Curly. I got my locks trimmed back, man. I know you were looking kind of hippieish there for a while. I do have to yeah. do one thing before we get out of here. What's that? Wish the old man happy birthday tomorrow. Which old man? My dad. You call your dad old man? My, I wouldn't have teeth if I called my dad old man. <laughs> old man, take a look at my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I'd have looked at Rodney and said, hey, old man, I'd be, what, what happened? That'd be my next thing. Kind of like that kind of like that meme you see where the guy that's like showing military training what to do when the gun's up to your head and the guy tries it, and as soon as he makes a move, oh, all of a sudden he's in heaven looking around going, dang it. <laughs> that, well, happy birthday to the old man. Thank but you, next sir. Next week you should talk about. Um, all the movie stars and, and Hollywood people that are buying up land in Montana and Wyoming, and and now you can't hunt on that. Oh, no. Ted That's, Turner. Ted Tim Turner started it. 400,000 acres, and you're not allowed to step on it. Yeah, but he's allowed to grow Unless elk you pay and buffalo and kill them. Yeah. Remember, he's the largest producer of buffalo meat. Uh, you so. know who, who, what, who the number one immigrant to the state of Montana is? New Yorkers. 85% of the people moving there, New Yorkers. Good Lord. To Montana. There's several reasons for that. Think it over. What are they running from? <laughs> what are they what running, are they running to or from? Listen, I will, I will have to say, I don't, don't there's a lot of parts of New York that are very rural and do not go in. But those I, people I didn't are say moving. upstate New York. I said New York City. Those yeah. people oh, are moving. New York upstate. Yeah, and I know those people, too, would love to cut the little island off that's in New York yeah. and let it float out Why into the ocean. Why in the world would they pick Montana? 
I don't. I don't understand that. Why I, do I they don't... pick Florida, Georgia, and everywhere else too? They they trash their own state. They don't want to be around certain kinds of people. So once they make a big giant mess, they move out where there's lots of space and nothing but those people that they know. Really? Yeah. Eighty-five percent. I mean, that that just amazed me. Moving to Montana are New York New Yorkers. There's nothing out there for them. Not your nice people in upstate New York that deer hunt and own beautiful houses and farms. I, I know about those, but New York that's City crazy. I, I can't see how, how they would even. Which enjoy there that. are some nice New York City people. I can't say that. Well, there's seven of them, and they all went in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe you were saying because they're so close to the Canadian border that way all they do is just run over real quick and they could be in another country. Well, you know I've been all over this country and a lot of the world, and I'll say this: New York. Philadelphia, worst people on earth for the most part. Well, when it came to NFL fans, I have to agree with you because yeah. uh, uh, besides the uh, Raiders out in when they were in Oakland. I, I had a neighbor from Philadelphia who was worse than New York. Wow. What's wrong with them, Bill? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're going to see you next week. We'll bring it up again because Steve said so. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you at the banquet tonight. Okay, Be safe. Bye-bye.